episode 267 of Magic the Amateur. That's right. We're calling this one Mechanics Literally Forever. Because it is a snow apocalypse here in lovely Minneapolis, Minnesota, as yeah. we record. Except you said the words lovely and snow apocalypse in the same sentence. <laughs> And I don't Bad understand I why that happened. Bad I did. Megan uh, is feeling a bit of the whys at a moment. At this I really moment am. I really time. am. Uh, which is the a case of the whys is where you just uh, look out a window and you go, why? 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 Yeah, you you did, you know, you did the good work and got over here in oh this my snowstorm, goodness. though. Three miles. What a nightmare. She did it for you, everybody. Right. For you. Hopefully you are not having a case of the wise as you listen to this podcast, <laughs> which is, by the way, a podcast uh, for people returning to the game of magic, new to the game of magic, who are, you know, just having a real good time or want to get more involved in their magic communities or get better. Basically anything. Any of those reasons. Any of those things. If you want to get worse, I guess you could still listen you to this. You could still <laughs> listen to this podcast. I really hope we're not I mean, helping you get yeah, worse. Yeah, I don't think that would happen. I think you would I get really better. I really hope not. Fingers but crossed. But I guess if you, you could just like willfully misinterpret everything that we <laughs> yeah, say. Yes. <laughs> I will not think before I enter combat. Exactly. Like they're just like, oh, do you know what? I've decided that I'm not going to play lands because <laughs> they said to play lands. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Y. And on today's episode, as Megan said, or excuse me, as Y said, right. Thank you. we're going to do mechanics forever because, you know, what's better than when you're holed up, snowed in a log cabin with a fire mm-hmm. crackling and a bare skin rug hugging you around the shoulders than to talk about all the obscure mechanics from Magic's history. If a bear rug is hugging you around the shoulders, I think <laughs> something is wrong. Run. Yeah. Run. It's the, a real bear. The the ghost, the ghost has come back for its bearskin. Oh, God. That's so creepy. Yeah. Do you know what else is creepy? What? Bearskin rugs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, ooh, I don't even want to think about it. But that's what that's essentially what we're experiencing right now. I'm going to go write a horror novel that's all about uh, a, a movie. Honestly, it's gonna, uh, I'm going to go write a horror movie that's about a, a, the ghost of a bear that comes back to possess skin. bear skin. That's great. I would watch that. Uh, Netflix, you know what to Netflix, do. Netflix, give me a call. Call one, 612 Two. Fossils with a Z. Fossils. <laughs> that's right. You listeners can also. Yeah, you can still call. Also call Fossils with a Z. But today we're talking about mechanics. Yes, mechanics today. But not normal mechanics. No. Not many recent no, 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 mechanics. No, 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 no. We are going to go and look at some of the mechanics from Magic's history. Yes. That some of them, honestly, I was looking at the list and I was like, I've never heard of this in my life. I've been playing five years. Yeah. I've never heard of this. More like you, you see them and you say why. Yeah. Sometimes. Exactly. This is, Isn't it like six years now? Oh my God. I think that it technically is. Yeah. Or it's at least like coming up on it, right? Yeah. Our this first, fall, it'll be six. I think our first episode was uh, was uh, October 2012. Yeah. So is that five? That'll be six, six years in October. In October. Wild. <laughs> wow. Where does the time go? I don't know. It sure flies. Just like that snow outside our window. Uh, <laughs> We're also going to give you a quick uh, update on the Magic Online Championship, as that was this past weekend, and there's some fun action there, as well as uh, take a look at Ma- uh, Masters 25. I almost said Magic 25 again. Yes. Maria had me thinking oh. that this newest set was called Magic 25. I'm going to submit my, what's it called when the newspaper, a retraction. I'm yeah. going to print my retraction with my mouth. I'm going to submit a letter to the editor. <laughs> 
I called it Magic 25 all last episode, and people probably screaming at their cat's mouths as I was saying yeah. it. Masters 25, the set is fully spoiled, so we can talk about Ooh. all these spicy, uh, extra powerful cards in this set and what it might look like as a limited format, and just kind of if you're a collector, what you can uh, add to your collection, that kind of thing. Very exciting. Most importantly, Nick's Fleece Ram. Oh, it's beautiful. Pro Tour winner, Nick's Fleece Ram. It is a PT champion. That's right. Just a little sparkly lamb. That little sparkly lamb really got it done. It really did. It's so cute. It's really cute. Yeah. I would pet it. Actually, but I'm I'm scared of sheep in real life. It's the a sad fact. Um sheep here we go. I t- I've talked on the show, maybe I was only on a Patreon special, but I talked about how when I was young, I watched a version of Alice in Wonderland that featured real life actors. And in it, one of the actors transforms into a goat like morphs into a goat okay. and it was okay. horrifying and sheep when they baw sound mm-hmm. like a human is just inside them going Mah. so you think that there's a person inside each sheep yeah well a person in sheep's clothing literally creepy, creepy. anyway we're going to talk about all that <laughs> yeah all of that and more and coming more. right at you but this you episode got, you better ask yourself what is the theme of this month Oh my goodness, because every <sighs> month needs a theme, and this theme will not be snow. No. Minnesota, it will not be snow. It is new player month here at MTA. Yeah, new player month. And just yesterday, we dropped a hot new video that is uh, the first episode of Magic 101. Magic 101, it's a great new YouTube series. You can find it on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash cast on the playlist Magic 101. We're going to put up a new episode every week. Um, and we've got like a few in the bucket, so they're going to be ready to go. And it's just very basic stuff about learning magic. Mm-hmm. So if your friend wants to learn magic, I can't think of a better resource or place to point them because a lot of people are saying, you know, I wish I had this resource when I was learning and I'm sur- I'm one of those people. Yeah. It's something that you can point people to, like as you're teaching them, you can yeah. point them to it and be like, Hey, go and watch this. Like when I'm not around yeah, so you can catch up, hopefully like solidify the concepts that you're learning. We go into a lot of detail um, in this first episode we talk just generally it's a little bit about what is magic in general but on the next ones magic yeah, is super get complicated so we slow it way the heck down and we answer all of those weird nitpicky questions that magic asks yeah. uh, and that new players ask because they're confusing. Like parts of a turn that's yeah. very confusing exactly. we're going to talk about it don't worry we'll cover it. Permanence? What the What's freak a is a permanent? permanent? I only we'll thought it was a type it. of marker. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it is. Yes. But it's also a thing in magic. Yeah. So Magic 101 on our YouTube channel. Super excited about that. And what are we doing for New Player Month? So we have a bunch of giveaways. We're going to have our classic Gleam giveaway. Yes. Uh, which is going to be for some sweet swag. Uh, we have some rookie decks from our sponsor, Card Kingdom. Yay. They put together mo- these monocolor decks. They're so great. Um, that you can use to teach new players, and they're super basic, uh, and they're very beginner-friendly. So we're giving away some of those, as well as some of their sweet Card Kingdom playmats that have the different um, parts of, like, the battlefield and graveyard, like where lands go library. and graveyard and combat zone and all that stuff to also help teach people. Plus, plus Maria. What? If you tweet a picture at us of you and someone that you are teaching to play magic this month using the hashtag new player month. We 
will enter you in another drawing. So we're going to have a couple of drawings Yay. associated with, if you tweet us a picture, uh, at MTACast, using the hashtag New Player Month, and it's you and someone that you're teaching, uh, send us a sweet selfie, yeah. or maybe it's you two sitting down at the table playing some magic, uh, and you will also be entered uh, in a drawing for, again, some of those sweet rookie decks um, or some of the battle decks that we used to film the Magic 101 series. Yeah, we use battle decks. That's right. Kingdom. We sure freaking dead yeah so uh that'll be awesome if you're looking for the gleam link for the uh, general giveaway for our episodes it is in the show notes for this podcast or beneath the video on youtube so that's where you can find it but yeah the big thanks to card kingdom for being a fabulous sponsor yeah. they're also doing something really cool this month that i wanted to touch upon uh they've got a new uh, battle deck promotion it's called magic for her yes <laughs> you may re recognize the voices on their video they did for this they did a, a kind of a spoof promo video off of you know Bic for her, which came yeah. out back in the day featuring pig, pig or pens. Or Doritos for her. Doritos, light enough, silent enough for a woman. Um, <sighs> but it's it's very funny. You can find it on their YouTube page, and all of the profits from the sale of these battle decks are going to the Cyber Smile Foundation, which battles like online bullying and that kind of thing. So it's a super great idea if you're like, I've been looking for a good excuse to buy battle decks. Yeah. Well, here you go! Here you go! I mean, why did you need more reasons? One, because they are great. Yeah, they are. And again, in the Magic 101 series, we have them battling yeah, battle decks. That's what they're using. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, it was awesome to watch them play out, actually. Yeah, it was. It was really cool to see them in action. So head on over to cardkingdom.com slash mtacast, an awesome place for tons of amazing stuff we also want to say thank you to everybody who became a sponsor on patreon.com slash mta cast this past yes. month thank you so much for supporting us during patreon pledge drive month we had a great time uh doing the, the patreon pledge drive especially uh as those two older yes, ladies Marge came in and here margin barb margin barb uh, had a great time they said fabulous. to tell everyone thank you yes, so did. much for pledging and barb will be making them a marshmallow salad Yes. She said that. That's right. Uh, and Barb will be making bars. <laughs> bars. Yes. Bars. Barbs. Bars. Barbs. Bars. <laughs> Thank you to everybody who joined our family. Please remember to update your pledge to monthly if you have not done so already. But if, if you haven't and you just want to join the club, uh, we, we say it's a great idea. And it is. It's a way to say, hey, you know what? I like to have a good time when I play Magic. Uh, I don't like to take myself too seriously. I think Magic is a fabulous game and everyone should be included. And that's kind of what you're saying, I think, when you uh, become a patron of our show so consider it if you would patreon.com slash mta cast it's time for mechanics forever that's right everyone we're gonna start talking about some weird mechanics and who knows when we'll stop we'll stop when the snow stops that's what i say uh we're gonna be this episode will be 12 hours long <laughs> by the way mechanics forever is also the name of a calendar you can get from the auto garage down on 36th street oh yeah 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 <laughs> i was gonna say um mechanics forever oh, never no. mind <laughs> Oh, I wonder what she was thinking. Never mind. It, it was dark. It was dark oh, and kind of weird. Oh, it was weird. dark? Yeah. Dark and weird and you won't say it? Okay, I was going to say, it's like the name of like a, a cemetery for mechanics. <laughs> well, yeah, pretty literal. Yeah, exactly. Mechanics forever. The graves are made out of old tires. Yeah. Kind of nice. What's our first obscure mechanic? Uh, so this one is Landwalk. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Landwalk isn't what you would see on the card. Um, you would see uh, you would see Island Walk um, or Swamp Walk, Forest Walk. 
that sort of thing. Right. Um, and that means that uh, the way it works is that if you have a creature that has forest walk. Right. And your opponent has a forest amongst their basic lands. Yeah. Then your creature is unblockable. It can walk over there. Exactly. <laughs> it combat. can walk over the forests uh, and it cannot be stopped. <laughs> this is still relevant sometimes in modern uh, yes. because modern merfolk have island walk. Some of them have island walk or grant island walk to others. Yeah. Uh, so you might have seen it, but it is not something that is printed anymore. No. Uh, on on cards. Probably because it's really weird. It is. It is weird. It's bizarre. It is. Uh, and there are ones. There was like one card, uh, Dryad Sophisticate, that had non-basic land walk. Okay, now that's ridiculous. Which just means that if like if it wasn't if they had a non-basic land in play, it could <laughs> still just like stroll on over. That's so. I mean, okay. Is the flavor of this like merfolk makes sense to me? If you control an island, it's like they can stay underwater and they yeah, can exactly. Like creep over, creep over. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, <sighs> there were like zombies. I think that would have like swamp walk. I okay. Think the, I don't, but I don't know how that works either. They're just like hidden in. They're the swamp. hidden in the swamps. They're hidden in the. You know swamps. where else is relevant? Momir. Oh yeah, that's very true. Well, uh, you're basic on Magic You Online. do not play your islands because so many things have Island Walk. Yeah. I think. Yeah, Island Walk, uh, probably the most um, prominent. And then we get it today on cards like uh, Street Wraith. Street Wraith um, has, oh, yeah. has a Swamp Walk as well in Modern. Does but, it? Yeah. Doesn't it? Does it? Is 3-4? Am oh, who am I thinking of if that's not right? Um, Somebody Google this. Okay, wait. Street Wraith. What is Street... Street... Wraith, yeah, from Future Sight, little guy that has cycling. You pay two life, yeah. draw a card. Swamp Walk, yeah. Swamp Walk. Oh, you're right. Look at that. So you can just hard cast him if you want to win on hard mode, I suppose. <laughs> or if like things are just like not going your yeah. way, you're like, okay, this is what I need. So there you go, Land Walk. Weird. Land walk. Weird and obscure. Very, very weird. What do we have next in obscure mechanics All right. list? Next we have Shroud. Oh, this is an oldie, but a goodie. Yeah. Uh, Shroud is basically like, it's kind of like old school, more intense hexproof. Yes. It's like, okay, you can explain it. The difference um, between hexproof and Shroud. So... Hexproof means that your opponent can't target it, right? It cannot be the target of spells or abilities your opponent controls. This is like Slippery Boggle. Exactly. Shroud means like nobody. Nobody can do it. Not Nothing. even you. Not even who exactly. you. I own this and I can't touch it. If you have a creature that so has Shroud and you want to put a sweet aura on it, you can't. You can't. Nobody can. No. Shroud. Nobody can. Uh, very importantly, it it can still be blocked. Yeah. Do you remember the one time you attacked me with a shroud creature? Because I thought it was unblockable. Because you thought it was unblockable. When was this? Like, oh my God, back I still in the remember day? it. Yeah, it was, I think in, like, in one of the master's sets or something. <laughs> it was in a draft. I still think about it. Oh, that's it. so funny. I have, like, a very, very dim memory of because this happening. Because shroud is so weird that sometimes I'm like, does it? Shroud sounds like it's unblockable. Right, it sounds like it's unblockable. So I think about it because you literally made me question what Shroud meant, <laughs> but like, no. Because it's like, you know, Harry Potter, like he's wearing the invisibility cloak. That's yeah. what it made me think of. Yeah. But no, it's just that you can't touch it. Yeah, you just can, no one can touch it. Weird. So now it's, now it's just hexproof yeah. these days. Makes a lot more no sense. No more Shroud. This they is like don't a put it on stuff. Trip down R&D 
memory Mem- memory, lane. memory lane mistakes were made sometimes mistake lane <laughs> but you know what they fixed it hey everybody i live on mistake lane <laughs> speaking of mistake lane mistake lane oh Banding. boy here we go this is the one you've all been waiting for and also never waiting for yeah who's been waiting for banding <laughs> it's one of the most iconically uh, horrible mechanics of all like, time just confusing very confusing um complicated it's gone okay so are you gonna explain banding to us oh my god (laughs) (laughs) megan the people need to know okay so my understanding all right is that when you attack um like any number like so attacking creatures that have banding band put them in bands bands they don't automatically do it i think you put them in bands like Like, at the beginning of your attack like you attack with them yes you attack and it's like as you attack you can be like these ones are in a band and these ones are in a band (laughs) these ones are in deaf leopard and these ones are in josie and the pussy and like they have to have banding the creatures have to have banding but they can include up to one creature that does not have banding in each band so if you're attacking with like two banding creatures and a non-banding creature, yeah. you could make you could make a band of, of all three. Got it. <laughs> I mean, why? Um, so I think <laughs> that's my first wait. I think why? I think that it then works when the opponent goes to block them. Um, I think that it Oh, you can Well, I well, I think first of all, I think that you're either block like i think you block the entire band right or I the think entire band goes unblocked yeah so you can block an entire band of creatures um and the defending player may choose how combat damage is assigned is that true oh my god i think you're right then if at least one creature blocking an attacker when blocking okay wait and so that's how it works with attacking but apparently with blocking if you're blocking with creatures and one of them have has banding, they can your blockers can be in a band also. <laughs> it does just sound like they're all forming. Wow, this is like the bands. '80s in every exactly. garage around America. Look, they can be in a grunge band, they can be in a <laughs> punk band, they can be in a punk rock band, they can be in a regular rock band, uh, they can be in an indie band. So an the defending emo band. player chooses how the attacking creatures assign combat damage. I think only if the defenders have, if whoever oh. is blocking has banding. Oh my God. That's when you change. That's when you decide. This is when we need to have Judge Rob on speed dial. Yeah. But, but also. But also who cares? Nobody needs to know. <laughs> it's We're God. talking about this because it's entertaining for to have two people who have no idea what's going on. Try to figure out banding because it yeah. makes zero sense. It's like if they played the Yakety Sax music behind us as we were trying to figure <laughs> this out. Please play it. Well, the good news is you'll never have to worry about this because it will never, it will never ever, be relevant. ever come back. Never be relevant. All right. Uh, this one I picked just because it's like I remember seeing it, but... Not knowing what it meant? Um, I It just is kind of like sometimes like other things also. Rampage. Rampage. Uh, so, Maria, Rampage is when... Uh, like if a creature has rampage, it'll have rampage and a number. Okay. Like rampage two. Uh, and when it attacks, if it's blocked by more than one creature, if there's only one blocker, yeah, rampage does not care. But if that <laughs> creature is like double blocked, then it gets plus two. Pl- like it gets plus 
two plus two. Okay. Like whatever the rampage number is. Uh, sure. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> it is. It's, it just is like, it feels needlessly complicated. Yeah. I think I, I'm trying to remember if it like, if it stacks, like if you block with two creatures oh. and it gets the rampage once. But I wonder if, I think it gets it multiple times. Like if it has three blockers on it, I think it will get rampage for the second blocker and then rampage <laughs> for the third blocker <laughs> is my understanding. I love this line on the wiki that we're looking at. Rampage was viewed as a poor example of design. <laughs> 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 all right straight up uh, you know well, fair enough fair enough rampage. Uh, anyways rampage okay i don't don't expect we'll ever see that again here's here's a blast from the past that some yeah. older players probably remember cumulative upkeep man this is also these are all such doozies i know <laughs> these they we're really deep we really are deep. exactly and it's like uh it's like we're excavating <laughs> But as we're excavating the, the things, we're like, why? 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 Why did we choose to dig here? Why are we looking at these artifacts? We like bring up this bone and we're like, we should just put it back into the ground. Yeah. Nobody needs to see this. Why? Yeah, just, just bury it. Like I say, like you pick up banding and you're just like, let's just, mm, just, just put it back that. in the sand. <laughs> uh, so cumulative upkeep works so that it's like uh, on your upkeep. You put an age counter on the permanent if, age it, has if, if it has cumulative upkeep. Uh, and for each age counter on it, you have to pay that upkeep cost once. So it's like getting older. Exactly. And you have to pay for it more as it gets older. Wow. Isn't that just a... It's just like isn't life. Isn't that a microcosm of life? Yes. Um, so if it's like... If it has cumulative upkeep blue... Uh, for it, when it has one age counter on it, you just pay blue. Sure. But then your next upkeep, next upkeep. Come, comes around. It has two age counters on it, and you're going to have to pay blue for each of those. Yeah. And then your next upkeep comes around, and it gets another age counter on it, and now you're going to have to pay blue, blue, blue. And then your next one comes around. Gross. You get the idea. And then you have to sacrifice if you can't pay, I assume. Yes, exactly. Um, I was talking it. to our friend, <clears throat> Athena Frolic, who... Uh, had played with cumulative upkeep back in the day before she really understood all the rules of Magic the Gathering, mm -hmm. and she assumed you just had to play pay one blue every. You know, it just it didn't oh, yeah. like grow just like every time. Yeah, and I think that is very that seems right. Exactly, <laughs> it sure seems like it could be okay. <laughs> You're just like, yeah, it's a cost that never goes away. Yeah. Nope. Nope, buddy. It keeps growing. Oh man, uh, there's one. Look at this one. Inner Sanctum. Okay. One white white for an enchantment. Prevent all damage that we be, that would be dealt to creatures you control. <laughs> so your opponent's like, oh, I just literally can never win anymore. <laughs> but cumulative upkeep, pay to life. Oh, okay. Well, that, that's a way you could never get it wrong. Yeah. Wait, what? Wait, but it's just like two. It's, it doesn't go two and then four and then six. That's how it works. Yeah. See, that, that's... Look, you just <laughs> explained it to me. And... <laughs> I still was like, no, it certainly can't be. <laughs> so the way, what cumulative upkeep says is at the beginning of your upkeep, put an oh, age yeah, counter on this permanent yeah. and sacrifice it unless you pay its upkeep cost for each age counter Okay, on sure, it. sure. So the first time comes around and you'll pay two life. The <laughs> next time comes around and you'll pay four life. That was a cool card. That is a cool card. I actually like it. <laughs> it's like you pay the cost or have you're your really, creatures. You're really paying the cost. 
I like tough decisions like that. Kind of <laughs> cool. This next one, flanking. All right. This makes me think of a horse. I think it's supposed to. Flanks. Like they wrote, they're like, let's name this mechanic so it makes people think of horses. <laughs> well, success. Good job. Good job. Uh, the way this works is that um, you have to have a friend when you attack. No. Oh, that's what I'm, I'm just going to guess. Cause that's I, that's a really good guess. I don't even know what it is. That does sound correct. Okay. What is it? Okay. The way it works is that, um, if you are, are attacking with a creature that has flanking, um, and a creature without flanking blocks, <laughs> it gets minus one, minus one. Which one? The blocker. Oh, why? <laughs> I mean, Why? that's a really good question. Like, what is the flavor here? What is this plate? What does it mean? I don't know. Find what? Find a card. Is there a card example with flanking? Yeah. Um. Let's see. Uh, Matenda Herder, white, one one, flanking. Whenever a creature without flanking blocks this creature, the blocking creature gets minus one minus one until end of turn. We still don't know. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds kind of, it, it sounds like a war mechanic. It does. I think it's like, it's, um, it's named after like a, a, a real thing. A thing that they do in war. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they probably did it in Dunkirk. Who yeah. knows? They probably flanked. In Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> and the Oscar for flanking. Goes to? Goes to Dunkirk. Oh, you were the only film that had any flanking in it anyway. Did you watch the Oscars? I did. Um, I particularly enjoyed that when they were showing um, the nominees for Best Picture. Yeah. Um, Darkest Hour and Dunkirk both ended on a line about like, and we will never surrender. <laughs> like literally they both ended with <laughs> they that did, line. Didn't it was they? like, yep. Classic yep. war. And then like in one of the nomination scenes, they showed Winston Churchill in a scene where he's literally talking about Dunkirk, I think. <laughs> That editor was having a fun day in the yeah, office. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's cute. Also. What? Never mind. Are we going to talk about the Oscars? <laughs> I mean, we, I was only going to say something that's not helpful. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm very happy that Get Out had a best original screenplay. As did I. And you know what? Also, our friend Drew and I both called Shape of Water winning Best Picture and Guillermo del Toro winning uh, Best Director. Athena was watching with me and she goes, Shape of Water is going to win. And I'm like, no, it's not. Yep. Sure enough. (laughs) It just like it just was like, that seems like the one that seems like the one. (laughs) And it did. (laughs) And then it did. And then it did. Well, one day if Oscars is a mechanic, we'll let you know what happens. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Consult I was all the old white men in the room. <laughs> that if, like after people do. were very upset about Casey Affleck winning Best Actor, you would think that they oh, would know not yes. to turn around and give it to Gary Oldman. <laughs> you, would you, think, would think, you would think. You would think. You would think. But no, you'd be wrong. No, no. you'd be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sad. I mean, yep. To cheer ourselves up, let's look at phasing. Let's look at phasing. This is something that even I don't understand. Oh my gosh, I have absolutely no idea what it could mean. I, I, all, all I know is on Star Trek, one of my favorite episodes is about being in and out of phase. It's a Star Trek Voyager episode. Okay, I'm gonna just read you the first sentence in this paragraph. Okay, hit me. During each player's untap step. 
before the active player untaps, all phased impermanence <laughs> with phasing that player's con- that player controls phase out. At the no. same time, all phased out permanence under that player's control phase in. Oh. Uh, okay. So how on earth are you supposed... This seems like just rife for disaster for forgetting which ones... I guess they just like kind of blink in and out and they're either relevant or not relevant okay. for a turn. When a permanent phase is out, it does not change zones or leave the battlefield. So no enters the battlefield or leaves the battlefield. Triggered abilities will trigger. Weird. Oh it's my god. Like, it's Any just- auras, equipment, and or fortifications atta- attached to that permanent phase out with it. This is called phasing out indirectly. It is treated as though it didn't exist. What? So it's just like on the board and you're just but it's like not, not there. It's like not there. They should have like printed like sheets of paper that you just cover it up with. And it's like, nope, that's gone for that's now. gone. Oh, my goodness. I wonder if they were good. You know, like the card is really good, but you only get it every other turn. Oh my! I, is this like a worse exert? <laughs> I have no idea. Okay. I like literally all it does is phase in or out. Okay. On your untap. Like if it's in, it goes out. And if it's out, it goes in. Sure. So you get it every other turn. The example that it has here is sandbar crocodile, which is four and a blue for a croc six, five with phasing. Yeah. This phase is in or out before you untap during each of your untap steps. While it's phased out, it's treated as though it doesn't exist. Sure. So sad. Why not? Okay. Why not? <laughs> I guess it's simple enough, but it's very strange. Very strange. Shadow is their next mechanic. Very spooky. Yeah. Very, very spooky. Shadow. Uh, I, this is, it's, it's like flying, I think, except... Um, Shadow creatures can only block or or be blocked by each other. Is this um? Do we play with this in a flashback draft? We or? might have. It sounds familiar. Is it? Am I, it's not quite flying because I think I think creatures with shadow can only block other creatures with shadow. Oh, I see. In addition to being blocked by. Okay. Yes, I think that's correct. Anyways, well, that's weird, but okay. Yeah, I think I remember drafting some shadow creatures. You're right. This does sound familiar. What blocks is it in? Uh, it says Tempest. Have Tempest? we done a Tempest? A Tempest we flashback. Did. Yes. We did do a weird Tempest flashback. Weird. Shadow. So it's a, it's, it it was a good. form of evasion. Yeah, right? Because you, if you don't have a shadow creature, well, you're just effed because yeah, there's gonna nothing die to you it. can do to, about it. Yeah, weird. Shadow. Shadow. This creature can block or be, or be blocked by only creatures with shadow. All right. So better flying. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a favorite. Speaking of flanking, horsemanship. Horsemanship. This one, <laughs> also, this one reminds me of horses. This, why, Megan? You, like, you know what? It's what? really hard for me to pin down. Please pin it down. I'm not sure well, why. Just it just kind of in the does. Air. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. It's just tingling my horse sense. Weird. Very weird. Horseman. Now, this is the other kind of Maria, flying. I'm just looking at how many taps we've done. We have a lot of tabs. We did say mechanics forever, didn't we? We did. We might, what if we make this a two-parter? We could. We might make this a two-parter, you guys. We have a lot of tabs. Come back next week. We'll see. We just have a lot of tabs. Horsemanship. Okay. What happens? This is when it's the same. Is this like the same as Shadow or is it like flying? It's like flying. Yeah. So horsemanship, like 
that you can only be blocked by creatures with horsemanship. It just, yeah, you just... It's flying except it's horses. You're so good on your horse that they exactly. can't catch up with you. Exactly. My uh, horse sounded like a cat purring on speed. Yeah, it really did. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely go. Kamigawa block. Yeah. That, I mean, I think that they were just looking for a way to... Do you want have pr- horses. Do you want to print flying? No, they didn't. They're no, not on birds. Put no. on a horse. What horses. If it, what if it was just horses? Nailed it. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Fading. Fading. So this I think I have confused with phasing in the past. I mean, what's the difference? It sounds like it would be the same thing. No, I think. Oh, is this the one where it goes away slowly? Yes, exactly. <gasps> it's where it's only around for as long as it has the counters on it. And then once you take off the last counter, you have to stack it. This is basically what I invented for vampires in this set. Oh, yeah. We were like, what? Name a vampire mechanic. And it was, what did I call it? I didn't oh, want to man, call it in, infect or whatever, but that's essentially what consumption. That's what yes. it was. And so they, it, once they were bitten by the vampire, they like slowly they died. Slowly died. That's yeah. right. Um, fading means that uh, like a permanent says this enters with you know so many fade counters on it or so many. What like are they called fade counters? Probably. Yeah, they are. So like this has uh, three fade counters on it, and each upkeep, uh, you remove a fade counter, and once like. You take up the last one, you still have it, but when you can't remove a counter, you okay. stack it. So the so, next time it comes, it's not like, so you have one fade counter on it, you take it off, you don't sacrifice it right away, I think. I think you okay. sacrifice it the next time when you cannot take off a counter. And this, we, we've we been visited by in Modern Masters, the first yeah. set with Cloud Skate. Oh, that's right. It's one in a blue for a 2-2 two, two, little flyer, and it had fading three. Oh, that Very was a good cute. card. Yeah, that seems like a good card. So you've got a flyer for so many turns. Yeah. All right. And then it just goes away. And then it goes away. Fading. <laughs> it just fades away. Amplify. Amplify. Who knows what this does? Not me. I'm going to guess. Okay, guess. Did you read it already? I started reading okay. it. Okay. Okay. I guess, gosh, I just I just want to say this kicker. Yeah, it does seem like, that seems like not wrong. But if it's not kicker, then... Uh, Oh Wait, God, I'm going to say I, I didn't. I only read that it has something to do with counters on it. Okay. So if I had Dang. not read that, I would still say that it's like it's like kicker, but it gives it to something else or to everybody. Oh, it's like a kicker, yeah. except it gives a bonus to everybody on your field. I was going to say when you attack, you can pay, but that's just dumb. That's not an actual mechanic to make it bigger. That's just something that. Oh, let's see. So this says um, the way it works is that. Um, when you, I think when you cast a creature, um, you can reveal creatures that share a type with it. Okay. And for each creature that shares a type with it that you reveal, I see. Uh, the one that you cast gets a plus one, plus one counter. Okay. So this and I think like it's it. only when you, only when you cast it, like as it enters the battlefield. Yeah. Uh, you can, as it enters the battlefield, you can reveal. Seems like it'd be a fun tribal mechanic. Makes yeah. sense. But it could be super busted. <laughs> Especially in draft. Yeah. I wonder I wonder what they think about this. Yeah, amplify. If they like it or if they're just like, meh. It doesn't say anything like this. This, is was, a, considered this was considered bad design. A bad design. <sighs> amplify. Mm-hmm. Okay, simple enough. Oh, that's like if you had, um, what's the one from this set from Ixalan that makes... Arcane adaptation? Yeah. That makes everything, like, it doesn't that make everything, like, in your deck and in your hand and in your graveyard everywhere? 
Like all of the creatures. You know what I'm saying? Look it up. Arcane adaptation. I don't um, even remember because <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> never, so as ever it enters it. the battlefield, choose a creature type. Creatures you control are the chosen type in addition to the other types. The same is true for creature spells you control and creature cards you own that aren't on the battlefield. Oh yeah, Sick. so that's like everything. It could be so like you could just reveal like all oh, the creatures yeah. from your hand. Wow, we busted it. All right, broke it. <laughs> Woo, MTA's first broken deck. You're welcome. It's an arcane adaptation amplified Amplify deck. deck. I don't know what this is going to be legal yes. in. Yes. <laughs> Wait, I don't think there's any Amplify cards in blue. This says that there aren't. No. So you'd have to make it in something else. That's okay. Like it'd be blue, blue, green, or The blue, most black. are in... Black. black and green green there's only nine cards total that have it though <laughs> no wonder we don't know what the heck this is yeah okay from legions that's from legions, legions. yeah okay should this okay, be our provoke. last one before we oh my god adjourn? we could probably do like two two this more this one and one more okay okay provoke what do you think it does oh my god provoke uh yeah. when this creature is dealt damage it mm -hmm. deals damage to another target creature equal to its power Ooh, wow that seems op but i yeah it does yeah I wanted it to be like specifically like the little raptor, you know, um, from Rivals. Yeah. That has the enrage where it deals two to the opponent. Yeah. I want this. Provoke seems like it should be that like if it's dealt damage, then it'll deal damage to the opponent. Seems like an, like an enrage kind of deal. It really does. Okay. What is it? <laughs> Never. Nope. It is. Not even close. It's not even close. <laughs> oh, come on. Provoke. Okay, look, it says that it allows a player to, during their declare attacker step, untap a creature the defending player controls and require that creature to block the attacking creature with provoke. <laughs> so, uh, so if you have a creature... It. It's a little lure effect. In a yeah, way. kind of. And you can... Yeah, and you can attack, like untap. It, it's like a targeted it's like lure. you choose. Yeah. Wow. You untap it and you're like, this one. That's sick. This That's pretty seems cool. good. Oh, man. This is a card that it's on. Croson Vorine. Three and a green creature cat base for a 3-2 provoke. When this attacks, you may have target creature defending player controls untap and block it if able. Sick. It can't be blocked by more. Croson Vorine can't be blocked by more than one creature. So that's sweet. So you can be like, you can make just one thing block it. And like, they can't even double block to try and get themselves a better deal. That's this mechanic. I can see why. Uh, you know, maybe it's not used anymore. Is this seems very unfun for your opponent? You, it really like, does. Because one of the joys we have in life is being able to say, "Well, I'm going to attack you, so I can't possibly block one of your creatures, exactly, with lure or whatever on it. At least yeah. I can do that." It like negates your decision to attack them. <laughs> You're just like, "Hey, I'm going to attack." you with this because there's no way in heck i'm blocking with it no. and they're like actually you are though but you are blocking. but you it. are blocking with it <laughs> block with it all right I, I enjoy how wrong we were we were so wrong we were very wrong all right one more here <laughs> okay. we go bushido bushido this one's also kind of famous but i don't remember this one i at don't all. remember what it does i, uh, I want to say it's the same thing as you know horsemanship or whatever it can only I but i don't think, think it is no i think um, I think it's kind of like, 
Oh, it has to do, do with blocking? Okay. Okay, so the way it works is it has a number. So like Rampage, where it has to be like Rampage 2 or Rampage 3, it has to be Bushido 1 or Bushido 2 or <clears> whatever. <throat> when this blocks or becomes blocked, it gets plus 1, plus 1 until end of turn. Okay. Or like plus X, plus X, where... Uh, X is its number. Sure. So if you use it to block, it'll get the bonus. Or if you attack with it and it is blocked, then it gets the bonus. So it's just upon any kind of blocking. Yes. Bonus time. Any interaction with blocking. If it's attacked, if it, if it attacks and is not blocked, then the, that is the one instance of combat where it does not matter. Okay. All right. <laughs> Bushido. Weird. It's kind of weird, but... Kind of weird, but do you know what? Cool. You know, doesn't... Not terrible. Now I'm just going to have to keep all these tabs open oh, until next time. Only oh, well. tabs. Oh, well. One million. I can't wait for the next Forever I also Mechanics. Keep forever Mechanics. <laughs> hey, everybody. Mechanics forever. Forever oh, that's Mechanics. What it's. Mechanics forever. championship update for y'all yeah we sure do okay so this past weekend in renton washington was held the magic online championship where 23 supposed to be 24 23 <sighs> of the best magic players on magic online gathered to compete for forty thousand dollars platinum player status and a trip back next year in the magic online championship they were all in one room on many different computers <laughs> Do you know what I'm? So I'm looking at the the modern deck list. Yeah, because the formats right were rivals draft, um, and modern. Yeah, constructed. Yeah, uh, there is a lot of jund. So much jund. And then there's a lot of boggles. Jund and boggles. Boggles. Woo. Yeah, man. So like, so yeah, jund. Not really that surprising. People are super excited to play with Bloodbraid Elf now that it's been released from the cage of the bands. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, also the deck is just stupid. It's very good. <laughs> when, it's like when you play cascade off of it and cast just another card. You you love two for ones in Magic, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, here's one yeah. on a stick. Oh my! And, and a hasty stick. A hasty stick Which that can kill Jace. Like, yeah. It's so impressive. Uh, so good. It's so it just it does a real job. But let me tell you this. Tell me what. If you're playing a Jun deck, what okay. is Bloodbraid Elf? If you're playing a Jun deck, what is I mean, Bloodbraid Elf? <laughs> I should just this two, two different sentences. I don't <laughs> Just what is Bloodbraid Elf? <laughs> I don't think I understand what you're asking. It's a creature. <laughs> That's what I it's a creature. What? what? My point is, Jund is about killing things with a bunch of one-for-one -one targeted removal and playing oh, yeah. creatures that are valuable like Scavenging Ooze and Bloodbraid Elf, okay? Yes. And what's good on beating up decks that are trying to do killing fair creature things? Boggles. That's right. That's right. Although Bloodbraid does infamously cascade into Liliana. Yes, which is, you know, why I was like, you know what? Not too bad. A little it's scary. It's a real deal. But, uh... <laughs> These Boggles players also chose it because when I asked them, they were like, I'm not as good as the other players in this field. So I'm going to play a deck that's all in on an unfair strategy, which wow. is like fair enough because yeah. this field was stacked. People were there. Gabriel Nassif was there. Reed Duke was there. Steve Rubin was there. Four past champions, including Josh Utter Layton, who had won this event, were there. So they're just like, you know what? I'm just going to play this deck that I know is can be unfair. And Slap some auras on some friends. Good strategy. 
Um, yeah, Boggles. I think it's a pretty good choice right now. It's been banned every time it's been introduced in the Team Modern Super League. It really has, which is just endlessly <laughs> delightful to me. Respect the body boys! What do we not want to play against? Look, uh, Hexproof one once for one. Oh yeah, sounds good. Get them out of here. I guess more more accurately, what you don't want to play against is the card Daybreak Corner. Right, that is... That sucker's busted. That sucker's busted. Oof. So, yeah, lots of Jun, lots of Bogs. Yeah. There was also some um, new kind of fun-looking stuff that yeah. people were interested in. Like I saw sweet... Uh, well, first of all, we saw yeah. a lot of Black Red Hollow One. Black Red Hollow One. Um, which... Another one of those unfair decks that just really wins out is. of nowhere. It really is. Um, what was I looking for? Oh, Bant Control. Bant Control. This is a bizarre creation from Guillaume Matignon, world champ. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just very strange. You don't usually see the words Bant and Control together in a format like Modern. And when you do, people are usually wrong. Be well, think about it. It's just so strange because it's trying to do two different things. This yeah. deck is like, it's got ramp in it. And it, because it has yeah. an Emrakul. It has uh, two Nissa Vastwood Seer, <laughs> which is the oranges Nissa that, that happens as a creature. Yeah. That happens as a creature and <laughs> turns as a creature into a plane talker. Yes, exactly. Corsair of Crufix is in here alongside Search for Ascanta. Yeah. I mean, Search for Ascanta is sick. There's one copy. This is weird. Three time warp? Yeah, that, this is the weirdest what one. What is this deck? I asked Guillaume, why do you have time warp in this deck? And he said, I probably shouldn't, but I like this card. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fair enough. Okay. Do you do you, buddy? Yeah. You do you. Yeah, wow. so it's kind of an interesting deck. Uh but Boggles. Boggles took it all down. Boggles took the whole thing down, everybody. That's right, from the top. Woo! Dmitry Budakov, the first two-time champion of this event. Oh, really? Yes, the when? only time. Nice. From Siberia. Uh was absolutely hilarious if you ever uh, listen to any of his interviews. Um, he sounded like a Bond villain, but like was a very nice, but very frank person. So I said, oh, this is a very interesting choice to bring Boggles to this tournament. And that's when he told me, you know, there's a lot of platinum pros here. I want to up my chances. And I said, you know, on your survey, your questionnaire coming in, it says, what's your least favorite modern deck? Most people write Tron or Lantern Control. You wrote, I don't want to make it personal. Why did you write that? And he said, oh, because it's Boggles. <laughs> <laughs> just straight face deadpan after he had just whooped somebody into the stone age with it. Yep. Uh, yeah. At the end of the tournament though, he was very sweet. I said, who do you want to say thank you to? And he said, I want to thank my grandma um, who told me that, you know what, Dimitri, if you go to this tournament, $5,000 is okay because that's what last place gets. Aww. <laughs> so, but that's he, so sweet. He did better than that. He took home the whole 40K uh, and seemed very excited to be able to, to do so and clinch platinum again. Um, that's but, pretty sweet. Yeah, man. The, those little boggy boys, I hope, uh, you know, they don't have too much of a target on their back. I don't think they probably will, but. I don't know. People are, people are going to be gunning for them. Don't pack your spill skies. They're like, what's in our sight lines? But I think a lot of people are going to be playing this Jund deck. I, I mean... I mean, yeah. Jund, Jund was, has always been a popular modern deck. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it's a heck of a beating sometimes. Seems good. Yeah. A lot of value. Interesting decision points. <laughs> what? I was just thinking of it. And versus 
One slippery boy. <laughs> One slippery boy. <laughs> With a pretty little crown on. Dimitri was playing Leyline in the main deck, which is the correct decision right now, I think, in the yeah, meta. And um, for sure. his draws, I got to say, he drew like a champion. Yeah. I was watching him play some of these games. People were like, Maria, how is this favored versus Grixis Control? How is this deck favored versus Jund? And I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Technically, it's favored. But whatever I play, I somehow lose. Yeah. <laughs> like, they somehow always just thought to use me into oblivion. They have the Liliana. Whatever. Yeah. Do you think it's favored against Jund? Uh, yes. I think it technically is. But I don't feel like that when I play it. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so he he's had a ley line in his opening hand a disgusting number of times. Yeah. Eric Froelich said the actual percentage chance of it is 40% of that happening. A huh. four of in your opening hand, which I didn't know. Um, but yeah, ley line your opener, pretty good for the, the old boggy boys. good. We're pausing to tell you about a sweet sponsor of MTA, Ultra Pro. Ultra Pro has awesome products like deck boxes, sleeves, dice, playmats. My goodness. I'm just looking so many at things. some of it now. So many things. I, for the first time the other day, not for the first time, but like for the first time in a long time, I rolled some gravity dice. Oh, yeah. So, Those so babies. Sweet. Those babies are nice. I'm holding up Puppies this are sweet. commander deck box here yeah. from Ultra Pro, specifically designed to hold 100 plus cards. Pretty pretty wild. It's, it's extra fat for your commander, yeah. duders. And do you know what? Uh, uh, in our giveaways this month for New Player Month, yeah. we're including some awesome gravity dice that we used to film oh, the Magic nice. 101 series. These dice were literally handled by Greg and Sam. <laughs> <laughs> top four competitors. Top four Pro Tour Sam competitors. Island <laughs> Sam Islandfeld. GP top eighter. Greg. Greg. Gregory Michael. <laughs> You've been on the sh- they've both been on the show. Oh, yeah. Amateur Pro Greg. Yeah, That's Amateur Pro Greg. Yeah. Anyways. Um, pretty and, cool stuff. And uh, the decks that they were using are in some sweet uh, Ultra Pro sleeves. That's with right. Some great art on the back. And deck box also by Ultra Pro. So if you want to enter that, check out the link that's in our show notes or below this video. It's the Gleam giveaway. Or head on over to ultrapro.com. Chatable Masters 25. That's right. Armageddon. Yeah, it's Destroy there. all lights. <laughs> you said it. I did. Are you going to pack one, That's pick one, I'm... Armageddon? What? Probably not. No. What? Maybe. <laughs> if I'm feeling real wild. <laughs> Do you pick it in a cube? Um, I mean, there's a deck that it goes in. In in here? In cube. Oh, in cube. And yeah. I, wa- I like, I bet you uh, there's, I I don't know, actually. I wonder if there's like a you know, Cube April's super gonna pick it. a super aggro uh, deck in here. There probably that is. you like want to play it in. Yeah, there's Savannah Lions. Yeah, two one for fair. one. Two one for one. Thalia, Guardian of Thraben. Swords to Plowshares. Wow, Sick. nice. So yeah, the set is coming out soon. Fully spoiled now. Uh, we're taking a look at the entire spoiler here. Yeah, Biden of Thassa, welcome back. Oh, hi, friend. Draw cards. Yes, please. Brainstorm. Of wow, course. brainstorm. Counterspell. This You're is really we're we're running short on time, but 
this is a sweet set. It's it's super sweet. Like it's supposed yeah. to invoke nostalgia. If you're an old school player, you get a chance to play with some of the cards you might remember. Like <laughs> horseshoe crab is in this set. Horseshoe crab. It's just a little little crabby doodle that lets you untap him. <laughs> just a little untap. Yeah. Play blue, untap your little one three. It's a two and a blue for a one three. It says Bloop. blue untap horseshoe crab. Okay, ghost ship. Two blue blue for a flying ship. Ghost ship. It's actually technically a spirit, I guess, because it's a creature. <laughs> Two four and pay blue 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 regenerate ghost ship. That's before they had uh, um vehicles. Yeah. Cute. Ghost ship. You can play with Jace the Mind Sculptor Ooh. if you want. I mean, yeah, like one of the one of the hallmark uh, reprints of the set. Pretty sweet. Manowar. Oh, Manowar. Oh, we'll come in and bounce. Bounce city. Bounce. Bouncerouskis. Oh, do you remember Mystic of the Hidden Way? I sure do. I loved this card. This card is great. This is from the Tons of Tarkir block. Uh, it is a me, morph. Tons of Karkir. Tons of. It is from the Tons of Karkir block. Yeah. Morph. Yeah. Ooh, Murder of Crows. 4-4 four, four Flyer. Whenever another creature dies, you may draw a card. Sick. Uh, if you do discard. Pact of Negation. You like Retraction Helix. Oh my God. Retraction Helix. That's right. Until end of turn, target creature gains tap, return target non-land permanent to its owner's hand. This is from the this is from uh, Theros, right? Because this yes. it targets your creatures, which is very relevant Trigger for uh, heroic triggering heroic, and then it's basically bounce. a bounce spell. Yeah, so this would really get them in Theros. Pretty sweet, pretty sweet. Vendillion click. Oh, nice! That's nice. a famous one. Everyone's favorite planeswalker, Fubblethip. Oh, Fibble is back Fib. and totally lost. So lost. Oh, poor buddy. One day you'll find your plane home. Sure will. Duskly's and Zealot is in the set. Yeah, sure. One one. We one, barely one missed you. Card. <laughs> we, we can still play you all the time. You, you never went away. No. Can't miss you if you were never gone, friend. Ah, oh, murder. Just straight up murders. It's in really this what set. I want. Really, I, I just want to murder the all snow? my opponent's creatures. Oh. oh, and the snow. And the snow. Ravenous Chupacabra. The Chup. Chup Master. Phyrexian Obliterator is one I'm pretty excited about. I Ooh. really like Phyrexian Obliterator and Cube. Mm, interesting. I like to make, yeah. have a mono black reanimation deck. Bloop, bloop, bloop. All there right. he is. Speaking of Street Wraith, Street Wraith is in this set as well. Yeah. Which is a good, nice little reprint. Yep, yep. We're seeing it a bunch in modern. Yeah. Blood Moon gets a reprint in yeah. this set. Ball Lightning. Hmm. Ball Lightning. Weird card. Yeah. Eidolon of the Great Revel. Ah, Theros. <laughs> I had a really good time playing Theros flashback. <laughs> Lightning Bolt. Oh. Notably. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Pretty sweet, friends. Pretty sweet. Ah, I Poor miss Morph. Every time I'm as we're yeah, yeah, you're like, oh, and I see more morph on things. I'm always morph. just like, I miss you. Morph is so great. Corsair of Crufix. God, that's great to be. Great in card. Here. Also, pretty sweet stuff. Pretty sweet Ooh, stuff. I was wondering if Hoof Dad would be in here. Master of the Wild Hunt is in here. Ooh, Metal yeah. Sentinel for your you elves players out there. But no Hoof, hoof Dad. Ancient Stirrings. If you're a Tron monster. Monster. <laughs> You're a monster. monster. Vessel of Nascency. Oh, yeah. That's what so many people were using uh, to trigger delirium, delirium back in the day. Delirium, those old Pretty days. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. You have your Pact of Negation in here for you Valakut fans. 
Huh? Falica doesn't play Pact of Negation. I mean, Pact Grishol of... Grant. Grishol Brand. What am I thinking of? The gr- What's the green one? Oh, a Summoner's, Summoner's Pact. Pact. Yes. Yeah. Summoner's Pact. That's really nice. That card is, can be kind of pricey. Ooh, are you going to first pick Cloud Blazer yes, in this set? I will. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's not even a question, right? No. Creature, legendary <gasps> creature, Elder Dragon, Nickel Bolas. Nickel Bolas is here. Dr. Bolas himself. Dr. Bolas. The office is open. By the way, thank you to everybody who tweeted at us about um, Dr. Doctor Fraud. Oh my goodness. That was terrifying. Because <laughs> yeah. the answer is there are a lot. <laughs> I know. It's so scary. Oh my goodness. It was like... Yeah. Thousands, yeah, like five thousand. And or what something was my like guess? That. What did I even say? You said five, five? and I said less than five. <laughs> wow, like we were obviously living in some super optimistic, hopeful world that where that was fraud the case. Doctors, where there weren't fraud doctors everywhere. Ooh, and Snaring Bridge is getting a reprint. Yes, and it, a, a lot, lot better art than oh, it had yeah. IMHO. Great art. It's really creepy. Super creepy. Really, it's like a it's Arms. like a bridge that's alive that's gonna grab someone. Chalice of the Void. Yeah. Back, even though it should be banned. <laughs> Do you know what? What? You're I telling like me Chalice you like of Chalice of the, of the Void? Yeah. You you monster. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Well, I'm super excited. Oh, Are this is gonna be you sick. not excited? Are you not entertained? Yeah, no, I I'm think pretty I sure the be. quote is, Are you not excited? Are you not excited? <laughs> Are you not excited? I fell asleep during that movie. What movie is it? Gladiator. Oh, that's right. I have a problem during movies where if it's a large large a long like loud attack war some kind of sequence i will fall asleep that's fair (laughs) it's like i'm being bombarded by a wall of action and sound and like stuff that you know they're stabbing and yelling i'm just like good (laughs) night i think my problem is that like the color palette is so much the same throughout oh yeah that like Mm -hmm. i i find that movies that do that are very forgettable or they're very hard for me to rewatch. yeah like, I don't want to rewatch them just because I'm like, oh, my eyes got tired of just like Gladiator is like gray. Grage. <laughs> Grage. Yeah. So that's Masters 25. It's going to be awesome. So head on out to a pre-release. Check it out. Yeah. It's going to be up uh, the weekend of the 16th. I believe it's Correct. released. So I'm excited to play some drafts with it, man. When As it comes am out. I. <laughs> take off um we wanted to tell you about a super sweet project yes um that brian david marshall bdm uh who you would know from coverage um and being all around awesome uh top eight games on twitter yeah uh is having uh a really cool kickstarter for a uh comic yeah that he uh is working on um in conjunction with an artist and it looks super sweet it's called the totally unstuck adventures of anna chronos yes and it's about a time traveling girl and her family and it's really really cool Um, i have seen he showed me pages on his phone of the art of it and it looks great gorgeous so if you head on over uh if you go to his twitter at top eight games uh you can see you can see the link to that kickstarter and you can support it for literally like you can just like 
send five dollars that yeah, way it's great um it's really cool we would love to see this project get funded yeah and he's being really nice because he's throwing in a play mat so we're going to add that to our end of the month giveaway yeah. so it'll be an anachronos art from the uh the com i don't know what to call it comic graphic novel do you still call I think it it's a comic? comic i think they're i think the way that they're doing it is like okay. as a comic um included in our giveaway what yeah, he's been working That's on this nice. for such a long time, and um, it's a great story. Yeah. So I highly. And if you go it. again, if you go over and look at it, you can see some of the art from it, and yeah. it looks really awesome, beautiful, gorgeous. Once again, we're going to say thank you to Card Kingdom, CardKingdom.com/slash/MTACast. Go to that link for any of your magic needs. If you want to buy singles, if you want to buy booster boxes to draft with your friends, if you want to buy some Ultra Pro products, that's the place to go. And yeah. of course, thank you to everybody who's a patron of our show. You are our favorite people. Patreon com slash mta cast head over there and become a member of the show for as little as a dollar 25 an episode aka five buckarinos a month do not forget it is new player month new player month get out there and teach someone to play magic there's so many wonderful people whether it's your partner who up until now has just been like eh, or like you're like <laughs> convince <Yeah>. them this month <laughs> This is the month. This is the month. You can or tell them. Marie and Megan made just you. Like a, yeah, you can be like, they told me I had to. <laughs> I have to. Um, whether it's just like a friend, whether it's like maybe it's someone at your work, like over your lunch break, uh, you can be like, hey, what if I taught you how to play this really awesome game? Yeah. And we could play games over our lunch break. Wouldn't that be cool? We're not just going to stare at our phones and sink into the darkness. That's right. We're going to play a game at We're lunch. We're going to play an awesome game. Uh, and tweet us those pictures at MTACast with the hashtag new player month. Unlike so many other hashtags we tell you to this use. This one's, you know, pretty This legit. will be way less disturbing than hashtag Dr. Fraud. <laughs> Uh, and you could win some sweet swag for you and that person that you're teaching to play. Yeah. Uh, to help them learn and head head over to uh, the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash MTACast to check out also that Magic 101 series. You can point these new players that way to help them. Uh, that way you don't have to spend all of your time going through like the nitty gritty details. The two of you can just sit down and start learning the interaction of playing the game. Yeah. Um, and point them our way and we'll take care we'll of some of that. We'll handle the messy exactly. stuff. Remember Remember, a new episode will be published every week for the Magic 101 series. So if you're a subscriber on YouTube, um, it'll be really easy to find. And boom, 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 boom. If you want to turn on notifications in your email inbox, you can do that too. Um, um, patrons also get notified if they wish. So a bunch of ways for you to, you know, hang out and chill with some of, some of our content. And uh, thank you for, uh, you know, hanging out with us as you do. And us on this snowy evening by our warm fire and our soul of a bear that's hugging us around the neck. Let us all just ask one more time. Why? Why?